it's great to welcome in uh, Harry White. How are you this morning, Harry? I'm really good, Dan. How about you? Yeah, not too bad. Never again. Uh, happy enough with that uh, performance yesterday. And In fact, overall, was there anything out of Flemington or anywhere else yesterday that caught your eye? Yeah, look, never again. Obviously, uh, well, for the first time since we've had him, decided that he jumped well and went forward. So I think that was maybe detrimental to his chances more than anything. But there's a nice 2,400 metre benchmark 70 on Australia Day. And uh, we'll keep Laura Lafferty on with her claim because I thought she did a good job. Uh, outside of that, I thought Dunkel was very, very impressive, albeit still... Uh, learning uh, how to race properly but there was uh, plenty of upside about that win so I'm keen to see and follow that horse throughout its campaign. Okay, Moe, today we're looking at a uh, good four. The rail is true and the first event is scheduled to start at 20 past one. Uh, the scratchings in the first, the numbers are seven and uh, ten. Uh, Matt Calhoun, this is the horse that, um, well, he, he was the favourite and well back favourite in the race where the barriers uh, couldn't be moved at Werribee last week. And uh, for all intent and purposes, he looked like he was travelling pretty good before he had to be pulled out of that race. A dollar ninety for Matt Calhoun. Uh, shoot the lights out, number five, is at $3.30. And then on the next line at $8, numbers one, Irish Knight, and four, Red Skin Jimmy. Matt Calhoun going into that race, that no race, Harry, at, uh, at Werribee, he was 14.50 up to uh, to 2,000, um, but now it feels like he's had that run under his belt. Uh, if you're looking at the form for a big step up in distance, I don't think you have to be as worried as maybe the little concern you might have had before that no race. Yeah, that's right. Certainly correct. And I'm pretty keen on Matt Calhoun. Obviously, yeah, the barrier staying on the track, uh, I mean, always keeps raising, interest, uh, raising interesting, just like the tumbleweeds at Murray Bridge yesterday, Dan. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, look, he was—he looked like he was going to bolt in there. You couldn't have had more on him uh, rounding the home turn before they obviously had to uh, be pulled out of the race and go around the gates. You touched on him stepping up from 1,400 metres to 2,000 metres there. That was a query, not so much now. I think he can atone today. Realistically, this looks to be a pretty thin staying maiden. Shoot the lights out. Uh, number five goes in for second. His race fit should be forward in the run, so I would envision that he gets every chance. Irish Knight, I like back a shade in trip, but he did have every chance last start. And then Redskin Jimmy keeps filling the minor money of late. There's merit in that, but, geez, had a stack of chances. Start 24 today. Um, yeah, I'd, look, I, he could win, but no confidence. And I think um, everyone who was on Matt Calhoun last week at Werribee, well, you better butter up again because I think he can be winning as long as the barriers don't remain on the track today. Three, five, one, four. You're talking about Redskin Jimmy being uh, a maiden, a long-time maiden. It's 135 grand for 23 starts. What about Nevra, number eight? Uh, she's had 63 starts, a seven-year-old mare, obviously without a win, but she's won 72,000 in prize money. So... Uh, well looked after, and she's uh, she's a little ATM. Yeah, she's certainly not the worst uh, mare to you know have ownership of, and she ran third at Benalla last start, was only beaten a couple of lengths, and uh, ran second at Werribee, three starts back behind Am Factor. So uh, one of the horses actually later on in the car that I'm keen on, Fam Gorman, ran third behind her there. So you'd like to think that she is uh, due for a maiden win at very least at some point soon. Yeah, I think she deserves that. She, she's been knocking on a door that just refuses to open. Uh, race number two, uh, this is the 1,200-metre maiden. The scratchings are three, five, nine, 
12 and 14. Now, Gold Revolver is the favourite. Waterhouse Bot, $2.25, fixed odds number four. Six is Irish Crickets, who's uh, been trialling well. $4.20, Matt Laurie prepared. One is Buster Might, first up at $5.50. And also at $5.50 is Monomac, number 10, Godolphin. Uh, James Cummings uh, prepared first up. Yeah, look, it's a tricky little race. I could make a case for all four in betting, um, but you know I'm a sucker for a good jump out, Dan, and that's exactly what Irish Crickets has provided uh, of late. He was a $150,000 yearling purchase out of a dual stakes place mare. Been given plenty of time. Uh, speaking of jump outs, that last one was very, very good at Mornington, but has been well-educated, had plenty of other heats before that one. Uh, rock solid and comes up at a backable price from a good barrier. Buster Might goes in for second. He's resuming for his second prep. Found the line nicely in his most recent jump out. Both runs in his first campaign were in Benchmark 64 Company, so there's clearly a bit of an opinion about him, and he did place on debut at sale. I think back to maiden grade to kick off this preparation looks suitable. Race favourite, Gold Revolver. Can win. I just thought was tight enough in betting. First up, uh, Wangaratta run was on speed, was solid. Found one better late. I thought, is 1,200 a query at this point? Potentially. And I did really like the way Monomac closed off in a recent Flemington jump out when fourth. Found the line really well. I thought she has scope to improve in her second preparation. 6-1-4-10. 6-1-4-10. And the second from uh, Harry White. Race three from Moey. 1,100-metre maiden plate. And the scratchings are 3, 6, 11, 12, 14, 15 and 16. Silk Star, number 13, bit of a, a, a trial or jump out star, $1.65 uh, for this uh, daughter of Bella Spree. Now, she's on debut. $2.50 Kapunda, the other debutante from the Mar Eustace camp. So they are dominating the market. They're debutantes and they're both from uh, two powerful stables. Yeah, they certainly are, Dan. And look, I touched on good jump outs previously well the trial pervs would absolutely be frothing at what silk star has done in her heats <laughs> leading into this uh she got back finished over the top of them to win her heat uh two back it was very visually impressive then was rock solid again last time out at cranbourne um look i don't dive into debutantes at short quotes very often but i think that you could put her as a multi-anchor i think she's justifiably short odds based on what we've seen that said, Kapunda, the Mara Eustace debutante, had trialled well at Taralgon before jumping out well at Cranbourne. He's out of a mare who's produced seven raced progenies, all of whom have won. Outside of that pair, who knows, Dan? Helby coming, resuming for a second prep, maybe catching the clouds. I would be really surprised if one of the top two in the market uh, were beaten based on who else is in this field and their exposed form. Um, but I am quite keen uh, on Silk Star from what I've seen. We just obviously have to take very short odds. 13, 9, 8 and 10. I suspect that you are one of those trial pervs. Um, of the two, and maybe you're frothing at the mouth, but at a dollar sixty-five, there can't be a lot of frothing. Um, the the trials, the the one coming from behind was super impressive, and then the next trial was was up on speed, and it was a bit of a different look there. So, what could you make out of those trials? Drawn barrier one today. You'd think that up on speed, box seat, or maybe even obliged to lead. Is that a possibility? Yeah, well, I think, um, yeah, as you touched on, the one two back, the way that uh, the horse finished off, she was really good. But I think from gate one, especially 
uh, the fact that she did show some gate speed in her most recent jump out. They have to utilize that draw, especially at a track like Moe. It's never a disadvantage to be up on speed because you'd hate for her to get boxed in sort of midfield or worse and need luck at the right time. So, look, there, yeah, there's a, a few chinks in the armor. Debutante, short price, but uh, she looks a star in the making. I suppose as far as pedigree pages go, if that's your cup of tea, that... Um, there's not a lot on Silkstar's page, whereas Kapundra I touched on, uh, that dam has produced plenty of winners. So from a pedigree page, I suppose you could lean the way of Kapunda, but I just think Silkstar could be something special, Dan. Yeah, that, that trial two back, it, it's hard, to, well, it's impossible to ignore. Race number four at Moe, and this is the 1600 metre maiden plate. The scratchings are five and 11. Uh, the uh, ones that are in the market here, two countries light at 4.40. Number six, Around the Boy, first up at $3.60. Seven, Fam Gorman, who I suspect that you fancy here, $3.10. And uh, number eight, Gronkowski, is at $4. Now, there your top four. Next best is out to $13. Uh, first Order, who's an interesting uh, runner coming over from the UK, having its first start, uh, first start with uh, Robbie Griffiths and... Uh, Matt DeCock. Yeah, look, it is an interesting race, Dan. There's sort of, you know, there's not a lot between those top four on the market. It could be one of those races just to watch and wait and see where the late money goes. Um, but, yeah, we touched on Fam Gorman. That horse has had a gap between runs. I think looks suited stepping back to the mile after a run over 2,000 metres last start. Blinkers being swapped out for Winkers. I think the tactics in running on him will be the key because he led last start, other races he's gone back and finished off. I'm just thinking maybe there's some sort of happy medium, um, you know, midfield, a little bit quieter, not all the way back, uh, and allow him to build his revs into the race. But he's the way I've lent in a tricky race. Uh, around the boy, very interesting debutante for Danny O'Brien. Savabile, horse, looks suited to kicking straight off over this trip, has done enough at the jump outs. His full brother has been a two-time winner, fetched 300k at the yearling sales five years ago. He himself was $175,000 purchase. Gronkowski, uh, disappointing as favourite last start. Heat stress was offered up as an excuse. Wouldn't see any reason why he couldn't bounce back and win. Country's Light, uh, I am a fan of this horse. There's a class factor about him. I just thought maybe one more run and up to 2,000 metres would be the time to bet about him. Uh, we'll go 7, 6, 8 and 2. Seven, six, eight, and two. Race uh, number five at uh, Moe. So we're up to the first leg of the main quaddy, a benchmark 64 over the mile. Scratch two, three, and four. So this reduces the field size down to five, and we've got a short price favourite in No Secret. Number one is at a dollar fifty. Five, she's a sniper, six fifty. Six, Red Stiletto, four forty. Seven, fifty-one states at eight fifty, and number eight, Barossa Kiss, at nineteen dollars, a dollar fifty for this uh, ex Kiwi No Secret. Uh, who was much better last start, seems to be improving with each start in Australia, and it's having its fourth run now uh, in Oz with uh, with Mike Maroney. Yeah, it certainly does. Look, Dan, it's uh, not the most riveting way to kick off the quaddy on a Sunday with a field of five and a very short price favourite, but um, we play with the cards we're dealt. Uh, no secret, I think, just wins. Fourth up now, out over the mile, coming back from a benchmark 70 at Flemington, I think the stable have just sent her here for an easy kill. Red Stiletto in for second. She's fit, racing relatively well, likely to settle somewhere on speed, which would be no disadvantage. She's a sniper, fitter third up, didn't beat a runner home last start, 
uh, in a benchmark 58 at Stony Creek. 51 states, hard fit, fourth up, blinkers on again. Might be the better of the remaining two, but Barossa Kiss can get a mention just because, well, it's a field of five. But I do think the favourite uh, will be winning one six five seven. Race uh, number six, a thousand metre. Uh, benchmark 64, and the scratching is number 10, uh, Ling Ling. Number one, Midnight Charm, uh, Clayton Douglas prepared. $2.50 favourite. Two, Super Thief at $5. Uh, then down to number nine, Yosemite at $7. And Beefeaters is at seven fifty. Number seven, Harry. I want to take on Midnight Charm, Dan, just because of recent issues. He pulled up with a throat abnormality first up, then a slow recovery second up, and apparently was again making some sort of respiratory noise. That doesn't really sit well with me. Look, other side of that is that if he is right and back to near enough to his best, he'd probably just come out and simply win a race like this. So the market has kept him very safe. Celine Gaudre offsetting a kilo and a half of weight as well as a bonus. Um, but I'll go with Super Thief, who I concede can mix form. Did have excuses last start, didn't have the best of runs. On the back of a first up win prior, Beef Eaters coming off a maiden win at Werribee over the trip can be forward, potentially leading, and be in it for a long way. Um, certainly has that progressive factor, seeing as most of these other horses have reached their ceiling or near enough to, or we know what their best efforts are. If they can run on um, or there's enough speed on, well, then Yosemite can certainly play her part. So I think that she has to go into the quaddy as well. 2-1-7-9. Race 7 is the benchmark 64 over the 1,200 at Moe. Race uh, 7, scratch 4, 9 and 10. Pelagio number six is the $2.30 favourite resuming. Uh, there's a few others in single figures here. One Delightful Journey, $7.50. Two Red on Red, $8.00. Three Brave Stars, $7.50. More Karuba, number five at $9.00. And number seven, The Brill Building, $5.00. But Pelagio the favourite. Yeah, look, from a purely from a pricing point of view, Dan, I'm with The Brill Building. I liked his first up win, third place getter, extravagant choice. We saw one since at Cranbourne. Second place getter has also run well. He's fitter. He'll be on speed. He'll get every chance. And as I told well, $5 uh, is more appealing to me than, than Pelagio, obviously, who does have upside, resuming for his second preparation. Dominant first up winner on debut last prep. Recent jump out was good. Very hard to knock. The market support's there. He might just win. Delightful journey coming off a seven-week let-up, I think, can win on best efforts. Uh, and more Kubra has jumped out well. I want him in my quaddy. Obviously, Carly and Heffel riding for Julian Welsh. They have uh, a fruitful relationship as far as winners go. I just I think the horse could potentially be, you know, the best at a price here. So we're just trying to inject some value in the quaddy if I'm not seeing them straight enough to pick the winner on top. But race seven, uh, number seven to beat six, one, and five. And the last event at uh, Moe is the uh, mile benchmark 58. Scratching is, or scratchings are 4, 8, 15 and 16 in the uh, final event. Now, the favourite is Commodus. Number two is at $2. One is High Done at $5. Uh, number 12, Little Brothers at $8. And then into double figures, $10 for three uh, uh, which is uh, Ripplebrook. 
Yeah, well, look, fun fact about Commodus, Dan, if those who are Gladiator fans of the movie, he's the bloke that stabbed Russell Crowe right before the end and then he ends up dying. So uh, obviously that doesn't fare well if you like <laughs> Russell Crowe in that movie. Bit of useless trivia on a Sunday. Um, but Commodus, the horse itself, uh, better the day for me, and I don't say that lightly, seeing as he's had 16 goes for just one win and a long spell uh, in between all of that. I was with him last start at Mooney Valley in a benchmark 70. He ran well in the minor money, back to 58 grade. I know he carries weight. I'm just convinced he's finally found the right race to notch up career win number two today. And Froggy knew it sticking fat reads well for me. High done, I thought, looks a danger. That's reflective in the market. He was half a length off Commodus last start uh, into the quaddy for just a bit of insurance outside of those two. Ripplebrook, the best at odds. Little brother might simply just be the best of the rest it's a race with a long tail um d-day for commodus but i'm chips in two one three twelve two one three twelve in the last at uh, at moe okay overall sounds like you got a bit of confidence particularly with a couple of runners in the first half of the day yeah look i'm pretty keen to uh to play at moe today um we're keeping our powder dry best race eight number two commodus uh value well, there's not a heap around, but race seven, number seven, the Brill Building at around $5 will have to do. As far as the quaddie goes, uh, we're standing out the short price Moroni runner in leg one. So first leg of the quaddie, number one only. Second leg, one, two, seven, nine. Third leg, one, five, six, seven. Last leg, we trim up just numbers one and two. Play of the day, as you touched on, I'm keen to play early as well. So we'll go all up race one, number three, Mac Calhoun. Into race two, number six, the Matt Laurie debutant Irish crickets. Harry, thank you very much, mate. Enjoy your day. Thanks, Dan. You too.